When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was the tradies out for Australian mate, for ace cutters, Australian mate built to last. Corey Omasol Williams about to join us. We'll get to some calls uh, after we finish with Corey, and I say that in the nicest possible way, of mm-hmm. course, uh, regarding Colin Carter's proposition that 27 years mm-hmm. of the history have been wiped and they need to be reinstated, and mm. we'll get your views on that uh, as to whether or not, as it's based on what you've heard mm. from the author of the book, whether you're a supporter well, or Well, I was a supporter until our off-air conversation, which I, hopefully we can have again, because based on our off-air conversation, and you read out the how it would change, the thing that you've left out, on the basis of your argument, then Port, Adelaide would, argument. Port Adelaide would be uh, right and 100% on top because they won 7,000 uh, SANFL. What are, I never even mentioned Port Adelaide. I'm no, mentioning I'm, it, though, but on the basis of your well, argument. Do you want to have it now and we'll just leave Corey sitting there? No, is that what you want to do? do? Is that what you want to do? The man is in the studio. He's a, he's a beautiful man. Do you want to have a man. conversation about it and just completely disregard our guest who I'm has not. gone through a magnificent and seismic life experience? He has. What a beautiful man you are. And may I say to your lovely family, congratulations. Thank you so much, gentlemen. I miss you guys, man. You guys, you know, been on vacation. Yes. And uh, it's great to see you and great to be back in this studio. Thank you again. Well, hang on. You're missing the point you know, here. little Gabrielle going? Little That's what Gabby. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Gabby, Gabby's doing fantastic, man. Thank you, guys. Mm. For the love, and thank you for the text, the great one. I didn't, Appreciate I didn't it. even know and about it until yesterday. I would have sent you a, I would have sent you a baby blanket or something, <laughs> some little booties or something, yet I know. What, what, so uh, were you there? At, at, oh, of course. Of course. I was there, yeah. and uh, it's an incredible experience to go through, and um, I'm just grateful that she's healthy, yep. and mom is healing up, and everything is status quo, so well, I couldn't know. be happier. Well, we couldn't be happier. Mm, that's great. A bit going on in the world of hoops. Uh, we have got one week to go, Man. and it is a stunning conclusion to the National Basketball League season. And we won't know the official um, standings until the last game, as per usual when it comes to the NBL. Mm. <laughs> it always comes down to the last game and the last round. And um, it's been a fantastic season. Some uh, really good performances from some players that we probably didn't think could do what they've done, uh, a la Keanu Pinda. Mm-hmm. You know, last year he was most improved player, and this year up until those injuries, you know, we had him in the conversation of being MVP of the mm-hmm. league. So the leap that he's taken, um, some of these, uh, the next star, Ryan Rupert, mm-hmm. what he's been able to do, New Zealand, what they've been able to do, Cairns, what they've mm-hmm. it been so many great things. Jack Jump is running back again mm-hmm. and is in a perfect position to actually finish up better than they did last year in the top four. Maybe. Well, they finished last year. Yeah, they maybe. finished last year in the top four. Maybe. Maybe. Right? They could still uh, got to beat Illawarra. They still got to beat Illawarra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sydney, top of the ladder, you know, after losing their Incredible trio. Mm. Look where they at mm. with seven mm. as we sit here, as we sit here today. Seven losses. Mm. Incredible. Incredible. So who's gonna make Melbourne United on the, not even gonna make it? No. Well, well when we when we left each other at the end of two thousand and twenty two, they were a joke. 
Dude. They were a joke, Melbourne United. They were struggling. Yeah. No, they were. They were they five cooked. and ten at that time, mm. probably. Yeah, when about you left that. Last, they were, they we had no hope, and now they're on the verge. They're seventh, obviously, and it's four through seven that have got the chance of getting in, depending on how it all plays Highly out. Highly unlikely Melbourne United to make it. They, they need to beat the Adelaide 36ers. <laughs> now, it can depend on some other results as a, so the exact no margin. they got no hope. Well, they do have a very slight – they need to have a, a, a record win okay. against the Adelaide. Something in the order – because percentages is what's <laughs> going to be their problem. Say again. And it's going to need to be like 39-point win or something that's yeah. not – not completely ridiculously out, but almost ridiculously out of the question. So you're putting a line through Melbourne United. They can't no, make it. They, they I can't am. Make yeah. it. Don't worry about games. I got you. Yeah. Okay, I am. They're out. <laughs> First of all, I put a line through them in preseason. But what happened was, you know, I, I get it, right? I'm not going to sit and act like I never played before and just point fingers. I understand when there's key outs. Yeah. And at the last minute of their offseason, the losses that mm. they took as far as the roster position, Jack White, NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. JLA, Far yeah. East, Delhi, NBA. Those are locals. Mm. Those are those are positions that are damn near unfillable, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. at the time when they lost them. I understand that. Then you get new pieces. Now you need time to figure out how this thing can work and everybody like coming in together and buying in and, uh, chemistry and all of these things. Then you get Shea Illy out, right? The next star, the center, mm. out, right? The German young sensation, out. These are hard. Hook, hook Porty. Right, Hook Ariel Porty, hook sorry. Mm. Ariel Hook Porty. These are hard positions to fill. First half was a hot mess. Five and ten. That was the last time I saw you both. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made a mistake uh, with their airing pool. I think they can see that Jordan right. Caroline wasn't a good player, but wasn't the right fit, fit. for what they need. But they did do. Oh, and they, they have, did they? they? Talk about it. With Marcus <laughs> Lee. Oh, talk about it. Coming in. They did pick up someone that, if they had had him at the start of the season, and the way it's all worked out. Different conversation. Completely different. I think they've won eight of their last nine or Unbelie- something. something. Unbelievable yeah. what they've been able to do. Once Shaheli came back healthy and XRM um, landed uh, safely and turned around his role coming mm. back off the bench. But the big Ray key. Ray John Tucker. Oh, my, look. Ray John Tucker right now, NBA player. Mm. He's hitting the three, the floor stretches. Remember he came in early and said, I'm the best new import, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Had to start. he done mm. in the second half, I believe he thought he coming into the season, he was going to look like how he looked in mm. the second half right now. Mm. In the first half, mm. that didn't happen. It's happened late. He's been uh, He has been impressive. Mm. No, he's been very Yeah, good. Goulin so, picked hey, up, Andy, done his thing as well. So. Andy, for you, uh, and I don't know of any other league, elite-level league, mm. where you've had a player, he spoke about uh, Keanu Pinder, where you've had a player win the most improved and still improves enough the year after he wins it to potentially winning it again. Right. Now, I don't – that's unheard of. Just say that again, please. So – Two years ago, playing not playing at all, really, with the Adelaide 36ers, not very good. Goes to the Cairns Taipans <laughs> and yep. was a revelation mm. and wins the most improved by the length of the straight. Everyone, yep. this is unanimous. It's no problems here. Well, now he's in the conversation the following year because he's now, for a lot of the season, was an MVP candidate. Back-to-back most improves. 
Back to back. Now, have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that anywhere in the he world. He's about to get it. No, I don't think he'll get it. I Come on, man. <laughs> Will McDowell White, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's he has had a fantastic yeah. year. Will McDowell White. Shout out to Will. Mm. And New Zealand Breakers. Mm. They, they've had... You know what? That team may collect the most mm. postseason awards. Um, they may. Maybe. Defensive maybe. player of the year. Six man of the year. Mm, mm. Most improved. Coach of the year. Mm. Second team all NBL. At least mm. two of them could make that. Well, I'm a bit I've got a little asterisk next. I think Barry Brown was going now here's another one for you, Andy. He was the independent judge. So you've got this sure. sixth man. I'm not sure I'm totally no, no, but, but it's, a, it's right a logical question. Right and and certainly hit us up on the temper text machine if you've got an opinion. You've got a sixth man of the year award, and that is the player that comes off the bench yeah. and plays a role. Sure. Barry Brown Jr. is a star for the New Zealand Breakers. I think he's leading the league in score, uh, leading the team in scoring. And I think he may be actually, if he's not the leading minutes guy, he's playing. Big starter minutes. Starter minutes. More than, you know. Leading scorer. Yes. Maybe the most minutes. Now, because he's coming off the bench. Well, yes. But hang on, here's the thing. So he's coming off the bench, but he's really not coming back onto the bench. Okay. Most sixth men you talk about are going to be playing that role where you're, you're filling in and you're coming sure. in. Sure. And that's what we call a sixth man. Now, it's, to me, it's a bit of a technicality that he doesn't start because he's playing like a starter. How, how average-wise, how early in the games does he come on? First four minutes, five minutes max. So he's technically he's an, he's a six man. Six man. He's but not he's starting. Not, he's not starting. That means Gaze ain't vote for him if he's saying no, all I did. Of it. I did. I, that's what I'm talking I about. I voted for him. Okay, beautiful. Because they're the rules. But is it is an anomaly in the rule when it's kind of a technicality? Yeah, but sure, well, because he's playing starter minutes. Well, Corey, go your hardest here. I, I would six man. He coming off the bench. He's coming off the bench. Six man. They're not deliberately <laughs> trying to get him. They're not. They're not using no, him that. Way. They're not using him that way to deliberately mm. try and win this award. No, that's true. That is true. So they've obviously got five they prefer on the court at the opening tip off. So in every they, game, and I don't know the exact numbers, but let's just say is he one better of, than their fifth one of their best? starters might play more typically a six, say fourteen minutes a game. And he plays thirty minutes a game. Very odd. You understand? It's, what I'm I know coming? what you're saying. I'm yeah. seriously saying, and it's very odd. I think they put him on the bench because he the scoring hurt. punch mm. too, though, that he brings off the bench. There's mm. nobody else in their rotation that could put up numbers the way he puts uh-huh. up. So uh-huh. it gives their bench an offensive punch. So what's and it, I g- voted for. Uh, now I don't have any um, say. I only voted for the nominations, but I absolutely he has. He was my number one. Beautiful because of the rule. <laughs> he been going but like he. How many people are voting in this thing? Well, it's only the players. There's two players and the coaches mm-hmm. of each team. Yeah. So they have a nomination com- committee, which yeah. we're virtually we're not redundant. But well, we're, why are you voting in it? Because we we put put forward the nominations Who's in the we? categories. Who's we? There's a, a select committee that comes together. That, are you on this committee, Corey? No. Why not? It has been in the past, haven't you? By the Never. way, can no. I just while we're talking about lists and stuff? Oh, sorry. Do you have more to add to that? Well, or I'm just it- saying uh, there was a lot of brouhaha the last week or so because the final top three in the MVP, the sixth man, and, the, and in particular the defensive player of the year, and there were some that were critical of the nominations committee, but we don't actually uh, – This is what you brought up with Scott Roth when we yes, spoke to him two days yeah. ago. We don't actually have uh, any say. It, it ultimately comes down to 
the coaches and the players. We nominate them, but the nominations, like I saw the uh, the final nomination form and there were 13 <laughs> candidates that the players could choose from yeah. for MVP. Now, honestly, right. there, there's really only five or six. That, right. But they put them all yeah, well, in there. You're better off putting them all in there. So you, you know. Well, then why have the nominations committee? Right. You're going to broaden it that far. So you'll be defended, eh? No, I'm is not. This, we're getting, this we're getting to the number I am now. not. I actually think You've it's... spent the time. You've narrowed it down to five or six. No. And then what goes out to the popular vote is 13 or 14. You're going, well, why <laughs> no, am I wasting no. my time no. coming down? We're spending no. all the time working my way through this to, to narrow it down for not you. Not at all. But I think it's important that the people understand that it's not the nominations committee that has anything to do with who's well, winning yeah. the competition. Well, there's right. clearly more to that, and we should talk about it, uh, right. if not for the in the conversation today, but throughout. But, Corey, speaking of committees and panels and all the rest of people with influence in the game of basketball, mm. I did notice on the holidays that I think it was News Limited ran a, a a poll of sorts as to the 20 most influential people in basketball in Australia. And Gazy came in at number five, there or thereabouts, on the panel's mm. list, and there was a popular vote that people could speak, and I think he came in at number two or three on that. Mm. I didn't see this at the time. I said, where did Corey Williams, where did Homicide Williams come in in the top 20? <laughs> Not in the 20. Now, I don't know whether you saw this thing, but I, I just want to go. I want to go on the record and say that is a false poll, <laughs> because if we are talking about the twenty most influential people in the National Basketball League here in Australia, in basketball in Australia, you, my my friend, mm. must be in the twenty. And I'm not saying this because you're here. You have as big a voice and presence, mm. therefore influence in basketball in Australia, than dare I say, me, Josh Giddy. He has more influence Josh than me. Giddy, Josh Giddy was part of it. Gaze is the great one, man. Josh Giddy's a magnificent player. How are you number five? No, no, but I have no influence. Keith, why was he not in the 20? I don't know. Who was the 20? There's a couple of blokes I've never heard of. A couple of. No, they've got to be players on there. Mm. Right? There's players players on there. Paddy Mills is number one. But again, you can argue Mm. enormous respect and. That's a a nice conversation. What influence is Paddy having in basketball in Australia right now? Well, well with his work, what he did with the, at the Olympics. No, Patty Mills deserves, mm. I, I always say it like he deserves a statue. Mm. It's a separate right argument. Now. I agree, but it's a separate argument. I mean, mm. he brought the medal home. I, I'm with he you. has to be number one. Who uh, else is active right now that has the most so impact? Bogut was in there. There was a couple of, I've got the 20 in front mm. of me. I should have the 20 in but front he, of me. So. Can I say that the most influential he's person? Larry Kesselman. Is, is Larry Kesselman. He, he ain't on the list, so what, what can I say? <laughs> no, I think he would have been on the list somewhere. He's on the list. He's uh, definitely on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but, number but, two. He's number where two. Where is the list? Mm. I'll get it. We'll get the list. I'll tell you what we'll do. Get to a break. And in fact, we'll get to it's Artie first. News. No. Yep. I want you to t- – I'm going to put you on the hot seat here, right. and I want you to respond mm-hmm. to the other 19 blokes or the 17 or 15 or 16 or 17 that we well, haven't got there. they all have the... influence. Why? Yeah, they Because he should be in the 20. Oh, yeah, we, but we all know that. We don't need to go through. I think we do. We don't need to belittle others just to raise yeah. Corey. No, we're just – if you're number 21, yeah, we, that's we, a good we, result. We're not snubbing nobody no. on that. Artie's in I just want – hey, he brought it up. I just like I to know, know what the list is. I am bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. What's the list? I'm bringing it up. Let's hear the name. 18 Artie's in Sydney. wants to talk to you two blokes about the National Basketball League. Good afternoon to you, Artie. How are you, gents? How's it all going? Good, Good thanks, Artie. What's going on? 
As the way. Uh, I went along to the basketball on Sunday to watch the Kings versus Phoenix. Yes. And um, I haven't been to the basketball in about probably seven or eight years. I was telling one of your workers before. Mm-hmm. And I was just super impressed with the product that uh, yep. Paul Smith and his team from Sydney put out. Yep. The entertainment throughout the game was unbelievable. Brilliant. My little kid, we brought we brought two families along. For $50, mm-hmm. you cannot get a better product and entertainment value in any sport code. Mm-hmm. And that's from AFL right down to, you know, your Ooh. NRLs that probably don't even get the record crowd mm-hmm. that they got on Sunday of 13,600 people at Kudos. Yep. And it was just the best environment. The atmosphere was unbelievable. And like I said, that whoever's the owner, the Paul yep. Smith guy, he's he has put in his heart and soul into that basketball team. And I'll, I'll guarantee you, I'm going to go along again to watch them in the next couple of weeks because it was just money well spent. Well done. And, and Well, he's in the top 20. Well, he has put his money in, so he's in he the top is investing in it, and he's doing a great. They've done an, an amazing yes, job. Yes, they have. And Good the course. other thing, Artie, is, and there's no denying this, of course, winning helps. And 100%. They, they are winning a lot. They're defending champs. The, their game presentation has, oh, I've said this on air, is the best in the business because, yeah, they do a little bit of music here and there, but it's not overpowering. They let the game speak just as much as the other stuff that goes along with it. And they have the balance 100%, in my view, 100% correct. Corey, you've been there many times. It's a, it's a, And their last four or five games, they've had more than 10,000 to their last... Amazing numbers. And Andy... I don't know if you're being facetious or not. I'm serious. <laughs> had a Corey, you know of... me well. That's a legit. That's I'm being no completely genuine. Well, that would be great that, numbers. They'd be getting more more to their games than I, I dare say many of the NRL teams. Oh, Andy. Yeah. Oh, you're taking on the NRL now. No, I'm just saying oh, it's just a, just as a comparison to say how strong the game is. Gay slams NRL crowds. I'm crowd. not slamming it. <laughs> I'm just saying that'll get picked up. I'm not slamming. Yeah, get picked up. You said that. Hutchie, I did not say that. Hutchie's in the top 20. Well, he owns the Bendigo Braves, uh, the um, Spirit, Spirit and the Bendigo Braves. That's Perth. their old names. Uh, the <laughs> Bendigo Spirit and he owns the Perth Wildcats. And owns a media organisation that spends a lot of time, like we are doing right now, talking well, he owns us. Oh. He owns this show. Oh, he doesn't really own us. He owns this microphone. That's really This computer. The chair we're sitting on. Uh, Corey Homicide Williams is in the house for tyre power, the MVP tyre experts for your family. You haven't told me who's going to make the final, what the finals are going to look like, so you can do that for me. I can tell you right now if oh, you no, want no, to hear no. it. I want, to, I want, to, I want I, people I want to, to tune we, back in on the other side of the break to hear it. And we need to hear his thoughts of what's a few issues that have got, been bouncing around in the NBA as well. Oh, Shannon Sharp. Take us on. Uh, I want to hear let's it. talk about we'll it. We'll do all of that after this. Corey Homicide Williams in the studio. Thanks to Tyre Power, the MVP tyre experts for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Andy, just go on. you mentioned something, and we're about to talk about LeBron James. We are. And he is on the cusp of breaking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's <laughs> all-time scoring record. Check this out. It's it's always hard to know because you don't know what game. 89 games. points to go he's got. He's got 89 points to go, and they're su- suggesting that it might be against OKC, which would yep. be against Josh Giddy. Uh Apparently, tickets for the game. Now check this: seventy-five thousand dollars people are paying oh, they are. for a ticket. No, they're not. 
uh, to see a piece no, of history. No, they're not. Now, how disappointed would you be if you went along and he needs 12 points? And in the first quarter, he does an ankle. He's got six. You pay seventy five. Or Giddy just goes head to head with him and shuts him out. And you don't uh, you don't see it now. I think that's unlikely, but yeah, that's the that's the power of the man. So Corey, he gets twenty eight today. They get a result against the Knicks in a hard fought one twenty nine one twenty three win. Some people are saying that he's is solely interested in the record now and he's point chasing. That's you, not true at all because, I mean, ultimately he's going to get the record anyway. It's not like he has yeah, a, a definitive point. date that he needs to get it on. He's going to get the record anyway. Yeah. So it's just a matter of when, and it's not he's not tripping on that because he's going to get it anyway. It's the, the first half yeah, of the season it. has not even finished yet. He got a whole nother half of season <laughs> to go yet, so he ain't point chasing. That's not the case at all. I mean, if anything, man, like what he's been able to do We've never seen nothing like this before, you know? So just to be able to have your body still, the peak condition that he's in is unbelievable. Mm, mm. So, you know, we're we're watching greatness, so let's just, you know, enjoy it. The West is – I know you mentioned there's a long way to go. The West is insane. It is. It is dead set insane. From third down to where the Lakers are 13th right now, now there's a long way to go. But good luck – Trying to read what's going to happen in that in that conference, kind of like NBL twenty three, right? Correct. <laughs> Unpredictable. Yeah. One win and one loss could drop you high as top six well, or down to twelve. So, so, and that's why he was mad at your team for fouling him, okay, and so, he didn't get the call. So talk to me about that refereeing decision and the fact that there's no opportunity to review that on video. Look, I don't. I hope that doesn't change. Where down the stretch you can't review. Um, that was kind of like an old-school type of uh, play where the ref is like, listen, I'm not bailing you out. This game ain't going to end on the free-throw line. Mate, but you got hacked. So, I mean, that's, that's a horrifically bad decision. Look, I agree. I'm not saying it was a good decision. I'm just saying the ref was like, I'm old-school with this, like, no, but that's that's hey, you get fouled, like, I just missed it. We're not No, no, no. That was that was a blatant foul. There was a ref mm. underneath the basket with the perfect angle. That's unbelievable. Tatum is fouling him from this way. Mm. So the ref is where you at. How do you not see that? Well, that's the ref it. from the top. Yo, all the angles you can clearly see he mm. got fouled and because it's so tough for him this year. I don't think we've ever seen LeBron react that way. Well, he, <laughs> so he's, react. Give me because he's guys. He spoke about it. Yeah, so he was a bit over. So what did you make of his pressure, response? Man, like you know, it's pressure. It's a bit much, though. I mean, it definitely wasn't much. It was a it was a whole lot. Yeah, so it was we, more than a bit much. It was a yeah. whole lot, and it was the drama with mm. Pat Beverly comes with, with the, the camera, camera with the right. It's, it's LA. They acting, man. I actually didn't mind what Patrick – I thought Patrick Beverly was funny. He said he should have made a tech foul. Yo, that was epic. He got a tech. I know. But But, I thought it was kind of funny. Yo, but let me tell you the wild thing that that. continued. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all saw this. They showed the referee's record when he refs the Celtics go home games. They're like 18-1 and with him. Two, I think it was. And then on top Mm -hmm. of that – hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. And on top of that – the ref's wife went on Twitter and oh, posted no. her and the two daughters with all Celtics jerseys. Oh, no. Yo, That's I a... was like, yo, listen, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. 
Nah. Now, I'm, don't quote me on this. I'm not speculating uh, nothing. Just don't be careful. But I was going to say, don't be careful. We job. don't want to be sued here. No. So just... All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard never to, mind. It's hard to believe that that happened. What did you make a couple of weeks ago? The Shannon Sharp came on the front. Stephen Adams comes in at the end, having a go at the player. What did you make of all of that? So here's the thing, right? Look. In American sport culture, we trash talk, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened was how it got set off was the fellow that he said, I forgot his name, where he said, you can't guard LeBron. LeBron can't, you can't do nothing with LeBron. Mm. He said something disrespectful but walked to the bench. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, F you. <laughs> so Shannon was like, F you. So then from there, you know, if you're going to say that, say it in my face. So don't say nothing. Right. right I'm yeah. courtside. I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, you know, when it, that happens, teammates got to act like they got your back, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So then once you come in, you know what I mean? Somebody going to hey. have Gaze back if I'm having some conversation with Gaze. Hey, you know what? Then you're going to jump into that. When the, uh, when the human peacemaker, Stephen Adams said him, Stepped in, and that is a big, big New Zealand boy. Yeah, big shit. seven foot, big, yeah, a lot of hair. And you just saw that Let's Shannon might have said, you know what, I might have the little fella, but your backup <laughs> is solid. Listen. And I just might need to pipe down a little bit and just, uh, and then here's the thing they removed him. Yeah. Had a bit of a chat to him, and then they allowed him back in. Right. There's no other, only because of his super, he's um, Shannon he's, Sharp. No well, that's doubt. That's the only reason they allowed him back in. No doubt. But Shannon Sharp is a huge. I don't know if y'all seen Shannon Instagram, how he work out. Mm. He ain't no punk. He's a big man. He's a big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So hey, that would have been one. I'm it wouldn't have happened. Stephen Adams ahead of Yeah, him. that wouldn't happen anyway. But mm. it wouldn't have happened. But I mean, Stephen Adams is a beast. Mm. He on. wasn't happy with his uh, co host on their TV show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Shannon uh, Sharp. What's and his Skip, name? Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless. Yeah. He Skip. was not happy with some of the stuff that Bayless was saying. I mean, the way he, like, there's history with it, right? Let's just say, you know, we have a disagreement today and it's a one off thing. Fine, whatever. But this thing, every time he brings up Tom Brady, who? Uh, Skip. Yeah, no, no. Whenever Shannon brings, brings up, up Tom, Tom Brady, right. because I, let's face it, man, Tom Brady, as great as he is, he had a, a, a horrible year, yeah. right? It's not up to his standard. Mm. So all Shannon is saying, like, yo, dude, like, retire. Like, it's not a good look at all. And every time that happens, Skip is taking personal shots <laughs> at him. So it finally boiled over. And then, you know, these things happen. It's a debate show. So these things happen from time to time, but it was just a bit much, and you know that's what happened. Hey, one of the members of the Collingwood uh, leadership group, Braden Maynard, we've just found he's going to join us in the next half hour. So we're going to let you go. It's already twenty-five to five. You've done your overtime anyway. Here's what I wanted to go tell on, y'all go, real quick: go. everybody that's on the list is worthy of being on the list. Well deserved. You've had a look um, at it. I am a person that look. I just come to do the work. You know what I mean? I'm here, so the results showing with the work that I'm doing. One thing I've learned. I don't play ball anymore. I don't care about individual accolades. This shit is a team thing. (laughs) And, yo, I'm going to give you real talk. Like, you know, as an import, you got to care about some individual accolades Mm. or else you won't have a good job the following year. I'm not in that lane anymore. So as long as the team wins... Corey mm. is good. <laughs> you are, I'll leave you like that. Uh, Corey Homicide Williams for Ty Power. He's, he's, we've transformed him. Let's get to the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs>